0: This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock! Well, here we go again, and I hope the weekend was good for you, despite the non-key weather. It was pretty awful weather, but there was lots of good stuff over the weekend, including that naughty elf who I saw at the Victoria Shopping Centre on saturday at cafe m also yesterday i was watching the light up a life celebration on Facebook that St Michael's Hospice did virtually which was very special and I went for a little walk in Nairsborough on Saturday so I was around the castle top and then walking down by the river and lots of other people were doing the same things, lots of joggers in Knaresborough and in fact it inspired me to go running yesterday and I ran 10k, I was very pleased with myself yesterday, fat boy running 10k and I go running around the reservoir near me to do 10k, I got to do four laps round which is very annoying for the people I Run round, you know. I run past and they're just out with the dog, and I go past again and again and again. They get very annoyed by that, so sorry. But you meet all sorts of people, you see all sorts of bits of life. And yesterday at the reservoir, I got talking to an 83 year old man who says he walks four miles every single day. Um, and bearing in mind, it was absolutely persisting down with rain yesterday morning, about half past nine in the morning, cold and horrible. Very impressed by that. And then I also saw a man who was walking his dog by pushing it in a child's pram at the reservoir so that was also (laughs) rather impressive so that was it oh and the other thing that i did this weekend was i wrote all my christmas cards which i'm very proud about because that meant a lot of time finding out my friends addresses you want to say something and tabitha hancock would like to say, would you like to say hello to everybody?
1: Yes. Hi. Um, I, I had um, choc- chocolate. Chocolate? Um, no. No? Um, chocolate orange. I
0: can smell that you've had, I can smell on your breath you've had some chocolate orange. Was it nice? Yes. Good. And what's your favourite thing so far about Christmas? Is it advent calendar?
1: No, it's the
0: present. Present still. Right, okie dokes, fair enough. <laughs> okay. The other thing I did have to do, I don't know if you've had to do this, writing Christmas cards yesterday, I had to go on Facebook a bit and just research what some of my friends' children and wives are called. Anyway, let's crack on with today's podcast We've got a great guest for you today We've got a guy called Adam Who is down in London Who we're Zooming with Now he's putting on a very special show Via Harrygate Theatre It's virtual, but it's really good I think kids will love this It's his version of A Christmas Carol And he's here to tell us all about it So please welcome Adam Robinson, who's here to tell us about something amazing happening with Harrygate Theatre. But first of all, we ought to say that
2: you are in London, Adam. I am currently. Yeah, yeah. Very much missing the north. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm down here at the moment. And whereabouts in London? Uh, South London. I'm, I'm sort of between Brixton and Oval. I have no idea, but <laughs> it's, it's just—it's just nice. It's just nice to
0: to to picture the scene and have you yeah. with us. And you're bringing something. I mean, this is really exciting. It's really Christmassy and it's really creative to Harrogate
2: Theatre and the week before Christmas. So tell us all about the show. I will. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas Carol. So it's it's Dickens's. You know, finest uh, ghost story. Certainly, one of his, his one of my favourite uh, stories by him entirely, um, and it's based on um, a stage version that we did last year. So we toured up and down the country last year. Our version of the Christmas Carol, which was basically a storytelling show. So it was me playing a storyteller who inhabited various other. Uh, characters and um, it was an extension of uh, my theatre company which is the book of darkness and light we tell ghost stories live on stage and we've done three shows um, and um, yeah it had live music and it, and it was received incredibly well I was really nervous about it but it was received really well now of course we were supposed to tour it again this year but circumstances being as they are we weren't able to so in conversation with Harrogate Theatre, I um, arrived at this idea that we could do an audio experience version. So it's a theatre show that you listen to and you listen to it in your own home. So, you, you know, you gather around with the family, draw the curtains on, grab a glass of something tasty and uh, sit down in front of the fire or light a few candles and listen to uh, this audio experience. And... I think it's pretty immersive. It's, it's Dickens's story that I've adapted, you know, so it's, it's pretty faithful to the original. Um, uh, and, uh, and so you get the, the full experience of, of that story across, I think it's 90 minutes. Um, and the thing for me that I've discovered during lockdown working in audio is that you can actually transport people really easily um to these places so we can go into the the cratchits household and we can observe the family as they're kind of dashing round the table and we can go to scrooge's office and hear the ticking of the clock and the burning of the fire and um although we get the voices of the ghosts of christmas we have to our minds have to rush in and fill those gaps and and decide what what they look like and and uh uh, and in this instance in this version how scary they are um and i you know i'm i i have to say i, I i've worked on it all through november and i'm i'm really proud of it i i really i'm proud of it it's been a, a lot of hard work um to adapt it in this format but i'm really excited to see what people uh might think of it and i hope lots of people from harrogate um can come along so to speak and It must be
0: quite fascinating to concentrate on the noises rather than what the characters look like. Because actually, these days when there's so many special effects and so many, so many, um, you know, d- different ways that people can, can be made to look scary, it must be quite fun. Almost concentrating on different senses, isn't it?
2: Yeah and I, you, you know when we tour our ghost story shows it's a lot of storytelling so yes there are visuals and yes there, there are there are things that you see and less, yes there are sort of moments of uh of spookiness that you actually see with your eyes but a lot of it is the way you're told the story and you have to fill in those gaps um or you automatically do I think is a better way of putting it when you hear a story you automatically build these pictures in your head and the compliments that we've had uh, about those previous shows, I always think to myself and I say it to people, you're bringing a lot as audience members to these shows um, because it's storytelling and, and, and it's necessary for you to, to populate those, uh, those pictures yourself. Um, and even in Upon the Stair, when we had Raffi Julian, who, who performed the whole show um, in BSL, uh, Rafi's a, a deaf actor and she performed the whole show in BSL alongside me as, as a separate storyteller. Um, even uh, our hearing audiences who saw Rafi performing and saw how you know, visual her performance was still were talking about how that helped them create their own picture of, of what was going on in these stories. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think, as I say, I think it feels kind of immersive um, you you kind of feel like you're you're jumping around with Scrooge and the ghosts to these different places. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to to hear what people think. And from your background in ghost stories, does it does it have scary moments? Yeah, well, this is something that we uh, we're going to put on as a as a as a mild disclaimer. It's I mean that text that's that um, novella. I think we want to call it really. It's not long enough to be a novel. I don't think. Um is scary it's got moments of proper horror in it you know there's the scene where scrooge is looking uh, at the dead body on on the on the bed which obviously well i, w- I won't spoil it for anybody who may not have seen it uh, the identity of the, of the body but it's really horror-laden there's a moment where we hear about cats scratching at the door and rats um being heard under the hearth and uh, it's there's a line where it says what what they can want in this room of death uh, and why they are so restless, uh, restless and disturbed. Scrooge does not dare to think, and it's really, really grisly that as a thought when you, when you, um, when you mine down into that. So yes, and the ghost, uh, particularly of Marley, is is uh, I kind of tease out the gothic and the horror aspects of that. But I, think, I still think it's, it's going to be fine um, for families. I would say that any younger children who have a particularly you know, active imagination might just need to uh, be warned about that. And you know, there are some tense moments, but, um, but it follows the story of, of A Christmas Carol really faithfully. So there are no nasty surprises or anything like that that uh, people won't be expecting.
0: I think kids quite like being a bit scared. I think they have a higher tolerance level than, than we did when we
2: were kids. Definitely. I mean, I say that I, when I was a kid, I was absolutely obsessed with anything scary. So, uh, yeah, and I, I, it's not, as I say, it's not. I'm not pushing f- for it to be out and out horror, um, but yeah, just just a little thrill, ple- pleasingly, uh, pleasingly chilling. And it, and I
0: mean, it is the sort of classic story, isn't it, of of bad guy getting his comeuppance
2: really isn't it mm-hmm. to be honest it's one of the original <laughs> the original stories of that really it is it's a fan, it's a really interesting and fantastic uh, tale of morality really and um i find it interesting because i've obviously re- revisited the original loads now last year when i adapted the story and this year you know when i've gone back to it to kind of readapt it for the stage and it is interesting scrooge's um redemption Kind of seems to happen properly quite late in in the story, and um yeah it 's really interesting he, he he's the real shift seems to be um, when he is in the graveyard with the ghost of Christmas yet to come and again I, I it seems it seems silly to to avoid spoilers, but I will avoid spoilers in case anybody hasn 't seen it but um or read it but th- that 's the moment, and it 's interesting to me that it doesn 't happen a few beats before that. We've just seen the the Cratchits um, and what's happened to the Cratchits in terms of Tiny Tim, but it is at the end when he realizes um, what his own fate may be that he he properly breaks down. And I think that's, I just think that's quite interesting from a writing perspective. And yeah, I think there's loads in it. I could, I could talk for hours about
0: it. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, really, really good. And, And how do people access this? What, what do we
2: have to do to actually listen to this? It's all really straightforward. So in the same way that you would buy uh, a ticket from Harrogate Theatre, you simply go to the Harrogate Theatre website. Uh, if you go to the What's On section, and the dates are the 19th to the 23rd of December. So just as if you were buying any ticket to any show at Harrogate Theatre, you then buy your tickets and uh, you go through the process of purchasing. And then you'll get some information sent on to you via Harrogate Theatre about how you can access the performance when it happens now just to explain it it will be um it's a pre-recorded thing but it will be streamed live so you need to take your seats at the time that you're instructed to take your seats um, it's seven thirty is the start time but i think there'll be a little sort of two or three minute leeway for, uh, to allow people to take their seats um, there's also an interval um, so you'll get to a crucial moment in the show and there'll be an interval so you can go and go to the bar in your own home and go to the bathroom or whatever you need to do. Um, and I, I hope that that will help it seem like um, a, a theatrical experience. You know, if you sit down and, and close your eyes, you, you'll hopefully feel like you're in uh, Harrogate Theatre uh, watching a Christmas production.
0: It's really exciting. And do you think, do you think some of this stuff will will be the way that performances are consumed in the future.
2: It's really interesting, isn't it? Um, Certainly for my own work, I'm really interested in pursuing audio stuff. I find it fascinating. I've been amazed and delighted that people have kind of turned up to my audio um, uh, evenings. I've, I've kind of been doing them throughout uh, the various stages of lockdown. And I've been amazed, you know, that we hit a peak of 190 people on one evening from all over the world as well, who were, li- who were just listening in their own homes to, a, to one of my ghost stories presented as an audio drama. Um, so I think there's an appetite for it. I, for my, You know, my own interests, as I say, I find it really um, immersive and I find the whole um, uh, of an audio drama to be that sometimes, sometimes even more immersive than something that you're watching because you get the whole thing. You get the sound, you get the ambience, you get the sensation that you're actually there. Um, That said, I miss going to the theatre so much so so much it's one of the things that i love to do most um and yeah I, I i don't think this will ever ever replace theater shows um i hope that that theaters will continue to offer interesting online uh, content because why not you know why not we've discovered this new way of 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 kind of um accessing culture so why not? Let's keep going, um, but no, for me, uh, you know, nothing will replace kind of getting on that stage and uh, and and scaring the people of Harrogate to death with a ghost story.
0: <laughs> you must miss you must miss the adrenaline buzz of of an audience
2: for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, early doors when I started doing workshops and started uh, during lockdown and started doing these online uh, story evenings, I got a similar. Um, buzz it's it 's kind of str- kind of strange, but I did get a similar buzz just before I was about to do it but it 's not half as satisfying when you can 't um register the audience 's re- response to it. you know We make shows that are deliberately creepy and tense, and there are moments of silence that we that we place at the heart of it on purpose and just to be able to stand for a second you know in character obviously to to absorb that silence and the nervousness in the room um. Is, is amazing and also in Harrogate in particular I have to say the audience uh, we, we've sold out um, the studio um, loads of times with our previous shows and then with Upon the Stair um again it was a really busy uh, week for us you know with lots of people through the door to see that show There's something about I always say there's something about Harrogate audiences that really get um, what what you know, my company does. Um, so yeah, I miss it. I do miss it terribly. Um, but you know, I'm, I, things are looking, aren't they a little bit more positive at the moment? And, um, and
0: everybody it's it's completely, it's completely, um, you know, uh, likewise from, from the audience that everybody in Harrogate massively misses, you know, obviously what would have been that the pantomime at the moment, which everybody always talks about and, you know, things like the, the comedy festival and all that there's such always such a wide variety of of things for for, for a town we we're, we're really lucky and, and I think maybe everybody comes out the other side of this with a greater appreciation to be honest And I think, and I think when when these when the, these shows return um people will be out more than ever with this you know
2: it'll certainly not be ever taken for granted again i don't think i yeah I do hope so I mean I know. Certainly personally, I just can 't wait you know the first opportunity to get back to the theater i' you know i'll take it because it's magical and you're right you 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 perhaps do take it for granted um and i you know i'm lucky enough to get to the theater quite a lot um uh because it's one of the things that I love and I think even even for somebody like me who absolutely loves it, it it you do take it for granted you do you know the whole, the whole magic of just arriving in the auditorium and and taking your seats and all that stuff and the hush when the when the the lights come down at the start. Um, yeah, I think we've perhaps we have been taking it for granted. So um, not anymore, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> well, best of luck
0: with the show. It sounds thank really, you. really good, and all the details are on Harrogate Theatre's website. And yeah, thank you so much for your time. It's really interesting to hear all about it, and yeah, look forward to uh, to joining in from the 19th of December. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, Visit doorsdirect.co.uk
1: Hello and welcome to your Monday edition of the What's Hot Guide, a look at some of the best festive events coming to the Harrogate area in the build-up to Christmas. This weekend is the last weekend before Christmas and What A Movie's big drive-in cinema is coming to Ripley Village, Now this is completely COVID safe, you can all pile into the car as a family and enjoy a classic Christmas film together. You'll be handed a radio on entry to listen to the film and you can sit back and relax and get in the festive spirit. That'll be taking place this weekend with seven festive films to choose from. So on Saturday, that's the 19th of December, they'll be screening Elf, Home Alone, Last Christmas and Die Hard. And then on Sunday, which is the 20th, they've got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Polar Express, and they're finishing with Love Actually. So there's plenty to go out there for the whole family and couples as well. So just head to the Water Movie website, or check out the voucher section of your Harrogate.co.uk as we have a few half price vouchers left for some of the screenings if you're quick. And that's it for this week's What's Hot Guide. I'll be back on Friday for your next look at some of the upcoming festive events around Harrogate. But until then, check out the What's Hot Guide on the Your Harrogate website. That's yourharrogate.co.uk. The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk. For made to measure sliding wardrobe doors
0: and interiors, visit DoorsDirect.co.uk. So thank you very much to Adam Robinson. That does sound like an epic show. And that's Christmas week, Harrogate Theatre. You can find all about it on their website. Or have a look on our website, yourharrogate.co.uk. Also on our website, another chance for you to win a Christmas tree. Thanks to Rudd Farlington Farm and... We've also got the 12 Days of Giving with our friends at Myring. It's going to be another podcast. Tomorrow we're talking to the Food Bank at Ripon tomorrow, so you can hear all about that tomorrow morning And the Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks. In the meantime, from Meenick Hancock and from Tabitha Hancock, and say goodbye.
1: Goodbye.
0: Have a lovely day.
1: Have a lovely day.
0: And we'll see you tomorrow.
1: And we'll see you tomorrow.